once again, I'm bringing you somebody from a field you may not know our community is in. Stay tuned. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Lives. Breaking into. I like this song a lot. I do. I, love, I, love, I played it over and over again when I was doing my research on you. Oh, thank you. It's, 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 I, love, I love piano pieces anyway, but just it's so good. And I heard different versions of the song, too. Some people have taken the uh, yes. music and they just did their own remix. Yes, they did. I was like, it's a testament to you, obviously. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Breaking Into here on Black Hollywood Live. I'm your host, James Lott Jr. We're hearing a piece of music from my guest today. The song is called How. Oh, I hear the voice. How Did I Get Here? And it's from one of your movies, isn't it? Yeah, it's from a film called 96 Minutes. 96 Minutes. But this, this music is just so. It's, it stands alone, it stands on its own. Thank you. He is a seven-time BMI award winner. He is highly educated because I was doing some interviews on you. You've gone to some schools. Yes, <laughs> there's no joke. TV film composer. He's done shows just, just, I mean, just including. I mean, he's done a lot of shows, but just including being Mary Jane, The Game, Girlfriends, King of Queens. I mean, lift. I mean, movies like Lifted, Nice Experience. He's done shows like Stitchers, Lincoln Heights. I mean, media. I mean, just he's done a lot of stuff. You probably heard his music and didn't know where it came from. We're going to talk to him and find out where it comes from. How does this all work, Mr. Kurt Farkar? How are you? Oh, just doing wonderful. How about yourself? Welcome. I'm doing, I'm doing good. I'm doing, I'm doing a good day today. Yeah, this is uh, this is a fantastic day. I uh, took my. Uh, uh, kids to school and okay. uh, that was their last day of school. They oh, got wow. out at noon, so it was a great day for them at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like it's uh, summertime now. How you how you feel about that? Yeah, true. And came and I like very happy. Now my wife uh, Shell might say, "Well, hold it now. They're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're mine all day." Now. Yeah, they, it's like it's good for you now, right? Summertime. Yeah. See you later. Yeah, yes. I'm going back to work. I'll see yeah, you later. Yeah, 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 I love you, honey. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I really yeah, yeah. do. <laughs> see, I'm a grandfather now. I have to worry about that kind of stuff. It's like, oh yeah, you guys deal with the summertime. Time. I'll visit you once in a while. Uh-huh. Yeah, I go home. Okay, I mentioned that you have had education because this gentleman here has gone to the Berkeley College of School in Boston. Berkeley College of Music is a good school. Mm-hmm. We told completely. Um, you went to the National Conservatory of Music in Versailles, France. Yes, yeah. Eastern Eastern Illinois University. I mean, like you have studied. Yeah, I. I- I started working at it really, really young. I wrote my first symphony when I was 12 years old. I read that. Who writes a symphony at 12? Like, I mean, uh, you do clearly, but like, how did they, I mean, was it like divine or event? Like, how did they come to you? I've always written. Uh, I didn't write for the reasons that uh, people would expect. Uh, I was a young jazz musician. Oh, wow. And I, I played about 20 instruments. And. Oh, my God. And uh, I, I always saw myself as just being this touring player, you know, someday. And uh, I wanted to play in the Chicago Symphony, and then I wanted to tour in the summers. Oh, how fun! That's, <laughs> that's, that's a setup. with jazz groups. Yeah. And I, all of the all of the great artists that I like, like uh, Keith Jarrett, and oh, yeah. uh, I love Miles Davis, and I loved uh, uh, Herbie Hancock. Oh and, yeah. And Chick Corea, and Wayne Shorter was one of my favorite saxophonists. Oh, yeah. They all wrote. You know, and I uh, I feel that people that changed music wrote the music, mm. not just played. And sometimes people wrote around how they particularly played. So, you know, you might not do oh, something okay. so well, or you might be better at yeah. this, and they would make the music come around with it. That's the only reason why I was writing. <laughs> it was, it was, it's just an interesting point, because you're right. Certain artists, I can think of just thinking of right now, they probably do write to what 
their style is and how they yeah. sing a song, how they play guitar. Yes. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's where I was going with it. And uh, uh, I, I never really studied writing. I, okay. was, I studied theory. I studied all the instruments and all of that. But wasn't uh, uh, I felt like the guys that really changed music, I believe that all of the things that we learned came after. You know, people, W.C. was kicked out of the school that I went to and the next year won the Prix de Rome for doing the exact same things that they kicked him out of school for. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. you know, uh, when he was writing uh, uh, La Première d'Enfant, I guarantee you he was not, he was not thinking these theoretical yeah. uh, 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 attitudes that we have about music. He was experiencing music as just a, a pure moment that it happens, and you decide what it is later. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that you can, uh, I don't think you can create anything new and change things without saying uh to hell with the rules yeah i i kind of of agree with that going thinking outside the box that that the people put everybody everybody wants to label something Mm -hmm. and especially in music you know that everyone wants to be able to go that sounds like prince or that sounds like pop this or they they want to label it the ones that really do to your right change the game screw all that stuff they're making music that sounds good to them that they want to put out yeah and it may change a rule here and there that's been set up a yeah. rule that's been set up. Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> one of the things that I helped to change is that now it's very commonplace to hear urban music, you know, uh, and hip hop all over television. And mm-hmm. but when you have to understand when I started, uh, which will be, uh, I'll be going into my thirtieth TV wow. season. <laughs> um, Longevity, folks. Yeah, Longevity. Hey. That's yes. Hey, it'll last longer than a rap career, too. Okay, that's, that's true. <laughs> but that, that, and some rock careers, too. I mean, that's, I mean, that's yeah. good. Yeah, it's uh, music. If, if you looked at the music to good times, it didn't sound much different than, uh, than Archie Bunker's place, you know? Right. But when I started coming along with the, uh, the various shows like Living Large and uh, uh, Sinbad and all these, I just asked the question, you know, I, I'll never forget. There was one particular uh, uh, scene in a show, and a young girl had gone out. And she dressed. As she was a young high school girl, but she went to hang out with the college kids and went to a college frat party. And things got a little, little dicey. Mm-hmm. And uh, she it was almost a date rape sort of situation. But she got out of there. She got home and she felt safe. But she sat down in front of her little makeup mirror and started crying and started wiping the, 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 the makeup off of her face and mascara, you know, to make herself the young girl that she was again, but she was crying. And the question that I asked for the music was, if this little black girl could uh, would hear music that was like a, evo- evoking the emotion that she was feeling right then, what would it be? I said, I, I chance to believe that it wouldn't be a bunch of strings coming in and the uh, flutes and the da-da-da-da. Yeah. Uh, and I started saying, well, what music would she have heard in her head if she heard music in her head like I did? Mm-hmm. And I just started writing it from that standpoint. And I, right. made, myself, I made myself that little black girl. And, and, and since I can't hear music in my head, I gave it to her. Oh, I like that. 
And I, like I look at uh, and and now I toss all those rules out. Now now I don't want to do anything urban to, <laughs> to, any, <laughs> any, urban sounding to any of my scores. You know? well, I mean, well, the, thing, well, the thing is, I mean, I, I get it. It's like you, you want to, you, now you want, you like, you like symphonic music. You like, so you like jazz. Like you want to put that into your, into your scores now, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was really disappointed for a number of years that, uh, I, look, I've done exceptionally well. I don't think there's, very many people that have done as many uh, TV shows as I. I think have. you're the most. I think you actually are the most successful African American TV composer. I believe. At, uh, if there's one that has done more, <laughs> I don't know one. Anybody, 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 anybody know one? Please tell me. I don't think so. Quite met him yet, but yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but there's a lot of really talented guys out there, yeah, sure. and a lot of uh, amazing uh, young writers that are uh, coming up uh, that are doing just beautiful work. Oh, good. And they're already coming, uh, uh, very well equipped and uh, ready to go. Uh, able to do symphonic works, able to to put some flavor to something, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm very excited about what what guys are going to come uh, after me. I'm still I'm be 100 years old. and I'm still going to okay. be trying to take your job. But, he ain't, uh, he ain't gone right. yet. <laughs> he ain't, he ain't gone yet. We like you, young people. It's great. Yeah. And all. Come but, on, yes. come on. I put I put my foot in your butt along yes. the way. Yes. But. You're, he's still here. He is still here. He's like, I'm not going anytime soon. You you're gonna have to pry it from my cold <laughs> <Yeah>. dead hands. <laughs> I love. I, love I, feel, I feel the same way. If they can wheel me up to a chair, I will. Like Andy Rooney, I will still talk until I'm 100 years old. I hear that's you. That's right. That's how I it is. But, but, we, but like you're saying, you do appreciate the newer guys are coming up and doing great, amazing. You're acknowledging them. They're doing great, great, amazing work. It's good to see, yeah. right? For you, it's, and for you, it's good to see that too. Just that there's some good stuff coming up. Yeah, and, and it inspires me. It uh, 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 pushes me along to do something extra. I, have uh, folks around me that uh, keep exposing me to new musics, and I've I've been trying to get ignorant as I get older. You know, really, yeah, I'm trying to forget everything that I learned. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm trying to get closer to to that kid that just heard music and not think about the rules at all, not think about what I've learned, and I feel that I am becoming more my real self today than I ever was. I'm becoming more my authentic self and I'm I'm able to do things that sound and feel new and and in a way are mm-hmm. because I can't get rid of all of the experience that you I can't, had. You can't, so, you can't. But but I am I'm really just trying to be ignorant. Just like walk into it like I don't know any better. I just bang, bang, bang on the thing, yeah. and it's like, I don't care if that's the way you're supposed to play. They say you're supposed to play this way. I play it that way. It's, I don't care. Right. Let's like just do saying, something yeah. else. Yeah. You know, let's just do something else. I, you know, <clears throat> it's not for a check anymore. So you might as well you might as well do something that really fills your heart. That really makes uh, 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 your your uh, showrunner or your director or whatever feel like, wow, this guy was really, really swinging for yeah. the fences, you know? I mean, that's that's the way I go at it. And I treat every producer, uh, the thing that, that I think that has given me the longevity, every one of my producers and every one of my directors is Steven Spielberg. Every last one of them. I walked into the door and I see Steven Spielberg and I'm going to give you that yeah. for the whole time that I'm there. I'm yeah. going to give you every last bit of my heart and soul and talent. Yeah. Uh, from beginning to end, because for me, you're still in Spielberg. Well, I think what you said was a very profound statement. You're trying to, 
you know, get ignorant, like basically trying to free, unfree, you know, unlearn some stuff so you yes. be fresh. Yes. And so that even you will have like a, you know, a new freshness to yourself that you'll be surprised too. Like, wow, I did that and I tried that and that really works. And like, so, so you're not, you're fighting against the, what you know works and what you know can, you can do. Like, do something new and fresh. I, I push, uh, uh, my, uh, my engineer, Renee, uh, <laughs> Renee Van Burspell, always uh, says, Kurt, okay, it's getting late because you hate everything. <laughs> uh, but I will be pushing so far out there, and I just, I, at the end of the day, I'm just like, oh, I hate it all. It's all yeah. crap. And I come back the next morning and say, whoa, okay, there was something special there. And yeah. I actually got, got to that other place yeah. where I'm just not thinking it through anymore. And so I, you know, it, it, so it gets me to the point that, like, I don't believe that anybody would listen to King of Queens and think that, yeah, I, I left work over there and I was still, I was still doing Moesha and, I, and Sister Sister. And I don't think that anybody uh, realizes today that uh, really grasps in their mind that the same person that's doing Stitchers, that's just this really yes. out there, yes. edgy yes. Uh, music is the same person that's doing Being Mary Jane and The Quad, you know? I mean, The Quad is such a beautiful score and working with Felicia Henderson over there and and, uh, and Mara Brock-Akeel and uh, and Erica Shelton-Kodish on Being Mary Jane, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a real challenge and a a joy to just be whatever, What's the moment there? I don't. Yeah. I'm not dragging all of this this baggage into right. it. Yeah. That you know, you I mean you mentioned you just mentioned like ten different things you do. That, I mean, different shows. I, but I want to ask before we get that far, what is it about Chicago that just seems to? And I love Chicago, the city itself. That's so many really good people coming out of there, musically, acting, comedy. I mean, like, I mean, I wanted. I was kind of curious. Well, do you have a thought on that at all? Like, what? Oh, I've thought a long time about this. I've thought long and hard about this one. Uh, uh, Chicago people just think that they are not the best. They just think that we are second behind everything. We they believe that when I remember specifically, my I grew up with a really incredible group of musician friends. Uh, uh, um, Angus Thomas that played with ended up playing with Miles Davis. Daryl Jones that played with Miles Davis played with Sting. He's the bass player for okay. the Roll, Rolling Stones okay. right now. Yeah. We're we're all in high school together, uh, wow. neighbors and stuff. And all of us, uh, my, my, our friend Dewberry, Lance Dewberry, used to always uh, say, there's monsters at the coast. There's all these monsters at the coast. You're going to go out there. You got to practice. Get back there and practice. You ain't practice, son. You got to go back there and practice. There's monsters at the coast. You're going to go out to New York. It don't make a difference what coast. You can be in New York. You can be in L.A. You can go to, you can go to New Orleans. If there's, if there's a coast there, there's a monster there, and he's going to eat your butt. How funny. He's going to take your lunch, man. How funny. <laughs> and so you just be like, I was I was practicing eight hours a day wow. at, at 10 or 12 years old. You know, wow. waking up. I still wake up at 4 in the morning and, and get to my office at 5. Wow. Because I'm just, it's ingrained to me to to work. You know, to really? work really hard. I'd go to school, and I'd come back. I'd do my homework real quick and practice some more, and... Wow. That and and I wasn't the only one. Everybody I knew was like that. I, I, didn't, I, figured, I, didn't know, yeah. I didn't know people that weren't like that. And yeah. uh, 
that didn't have that sense of urgency that, look, you've got to really come with it. And I think there's something about that Midwestern sort of yes. ethic, a work ethic, and a, a, and, a, and just the sense that we're not the, the place, yes. you know. We're gonna go to the place. Got it. You and know, kill so and we, kill it. So we gotta we gotta prepare yeah. to go there. But right. we're not there. That's so, <laughs> interesting. so interesting. I love Chicago. I think Chicago's a great midwestern metropolitan city. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of yeah, you know what I mean, architecture too. But there's a lot of great artists that come out of there. Just yeah. so many. Just it's just really and I just and I was like I always ask people from Chicago, I'm like, what do you think about what's about Chicago? Why people I don't know, it's just it's amazing. Um we're gonna show just a picture, I have a picture because I couldn't find anything else on this, but you actually were part of a group called Big Slam, like oh. in 1988. <laughs> so this, I thought I could find online your your 45 or whatever. Um, but it's important because it led you to something else. So that's, why, that's, why, that's why I want to start. So you did a song, and you were on Modern Records, which mm-hmm. was a label back in the day that people were on. It's not around anymore. It got eaten alive by others later. Um, yeah. What was that experience like? Uh, it was great. I actually uh, was in a band with a friend of mine from Chicago, a guitarist by the name of uh, uh, John Bigham, we literally grew up, we were born in the projects right next to each other. Okay. Oak Hill Gardens, people, ground zero for one, some of the most wow. scariest things that are going on really? in Chicago that would just break your heart. I hear they actually had gardens back there when, <laughs> when we were born. Really? Uh, wow. But uh, uh, we were... I mean, he lived on the other side of the wall from me. Our our little wow. apartments were connected, and yeah. and uh, uh, I I moved away uh, uh, in my uh, younger years, and and I hadn't seen him again until out here in Los Angeles. You know, we wow. were both in our mid twenties, and wow. we decided to uh, get together and uh, do this music. He was doing music, and I was doing music, and. We decided to get it together, and uh, uh, we ended up uh, uh, getting this record deal. And uh, it was at a time when things had been pretty, pretty tough for yeah. me. I had uh, been homeless, you know, wow. and living on the streets. And mm. uh, I went uh, went and borrowed time at a guy's studio to be able to record and wow. and did some songs. And one of the one of the songs that uh, I had done with uh, with uh, John, uh, we put in this project to to get, uh, try to become the theme song for a show called, TV show called uh, Living Large, Large. Yep, is it? yes, the very first one I ever did. Yeah, uh, so I said it led to, it led to something else. It's kind of funny how from homeless to the single to now TV a beginning career in TV production. Yeah, yeah, I I, I did that and uh, 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 uh so was it Stephen J. Cannell production? Uh, St- yeah, Stephen J. Cannell. How did you get hooked up with the guy? Okay, you guys, you remember the commercial at the, at the end of every show? He'd be the one typewriter and he'd throw the thing up in the air and he'd yeah. the paper <laughs> go into his, his logo. Um, he did a lot of shows. I mean, how did you get hooked up with him? I see. I, I got into the business the old-fashioned way. <laughs> Nepotism. Okay. Uh, hey. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That works. Okay. Like, Everybody need a brother. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had a, I had a real. I have a really good one. My brother wow. Ralph. Uh, uh, had been out here for a while, and uh, he'd gotten into business. And that, uh, in in when I was in my younger early twenties, mid twenties, he was uh, writing for a show called Happy Days, and uh, a little show called Happy Days, a little show. And he was uh, he'd gone on from that, and he was developing this show, uh, Living Large, uh, with Stephen J. Cannell, and yeah. uh, that's 
that's how I got in. He's, he said, you come in. He said, but I tell you what, you screwed us up. I'll kill you first. They'll never, they'll never get to you. <laughs> so, so, so all you that think, oh, it's a great thing having your brother to no, get you gotta... in. Oh, my God. it's it, He was so much tougher on me. It I'm still sure. is to this day. Okay, okay. Uh, 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 we do, uh, uh, he uh, produces uh, Real Husbands of Hollywood with Kevin Hart. Oh, okay. And, uh, and he's as tough today as he was back then. I love then. it. I love wanted it. To, wanted it to be right. He really knows a lot about music and about uh, how he wants it to work within his uh, within his shows. And yeah. uh, and when he, when he gets to be too much, I I, I direct him towards uh, Ashley. And she, <laughs> she goes and beats him up. Yo, talk to her. Be alone. Ashley's the supervisor on the show. She can she's the music supervisor. And she can, and she can that's right. <laughs> I like that. Talk to her. Talk to her. Leave me alone. Talk to her. Yeah. She'll mm-hmm. beat you up. We always, need a strong, we always need a strong woman. Love the always. Midwestern. <laughs> Midwest people are the best. They're the best. Yeah. Well, I'm playing Ohio here, so it's about that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I want to show a couple of pictures. This couple of pictures we have going up there. We're going to throw a couple of pictures. Just see with a couple of people. They are with the uh, Noel sisters. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What project was that? The Proud Family, right? That was for the Proud Family theme song theme song and yeah. uh, uh, it's an interesting uh, story uh, uh, my brother Ralph just sent me uh, a picture on uh, Twitter or something and and Solange was performing at a at a get together or some concert or something in back east and uh, and they started singing this song just oh, I felt and she God. said and the whole audience erupted singing Whoa, all so, the lyrics yes, to the song yes. and Ralph said oh my god they still love that song. Well, they do. I they said, do. They know, you know the song. They know it. Wow. That's funny. Yes. That's I, a fun I, time. I've met, I've met Solange. She's actually really nice. I've never met Beyonce, of course. She's really nice. Beyonce is amazing. She, you know, she's one of those singers that, uh, uh, even then, that was a number of years ago, the uh, first time that I had worked with, uh, first and only time I actually worked with her, and she was just brilliant. Mm. Word goes, she actually could do everything that you thought she could do. There was, wow. There was, there was no uh, movie magic with with her. Oh, wow, she, she just sounds that good. You know, wow, she is see. just that talented. She and hardworking will do something over and over again uh, if necessary, and uh, with a smile on her face and the happiest person in the room. I tell you, I mean, she well, she sounds like who's a hard worker? A hard worker. I'm sure she is. I just, yeah. I just feel it. Her and the whole group were. The, well, I mean, the salons. I mean, I like her new music. Her music is the bomb. It's really good. Yeah, I mean, it's really, just like really, really different. Very different. I would say very different. Um, very authentic. It feels like coming yes. from her. Um, very thoughtful music. It's, just, it's it's very. I mean, the arrangements are very. I mean, and as you're a composer, I'm sure you're noticing that. I love it. Yeah. Very interesting arrangements. I'm like, wow, this is really. I, I loved her her last album. See, that's 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 somebody that's trying to get ignorant. They yes. trying to, they just yes. trying to forget about all the stuff you've been told. Yeah. And let's see what happens. Let's bang on this. And yeah. See what see if happens. it does anything. Hmm? No. Yeah. Here you are with my girl Gabrielle Union. Of course, it's being Mary oh, Jane. Of course, I, that, her. I heard she's super nice in person. Yeah, yeah, she's a she's a sweetheart, yeah. and just you know, I'm so glad for this show because she's so incredibly talented. I've seen her on a, a number of uh, earlier shows yeah. that I had done through the years, and uh, this this show, I mean, that that girl has not been that woman has not been nominated for an Emmy is is stunning yeah. to me. She yeah. is brilliant. She carries that show. She is one brilliant, brilliant artist and the combination of her and Mara Brockakill with Mara wrote this voice and, and this woman brought it to life is just something. That is 
that is a joy every day to go to work uh, on that show and 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 do the be the musical voice of. Uh, Mara does great talk, talk great shows over the years and yeah. great work and and finding almost like the perfect actors yeah. for her shows. Yeah, she she has a knack. <laughs> I mean, like, like like seriously, I mean, and and the fact that you've worked with her many times on these shows, yeah, you get to you get to see it firsthand and compose for it. Yeah, do you have, do you have to be inspired by the actors' performances a lot of times to do it, or how does that work for you? Impending check generally makes me pretty okay. excited. <laughs> no, oh, inspires me. And there we go. There <laughs> no, we have it. No, <laughs> not really. Uh, I just had to, I, I say that because it's funny, it's but funny, really, yeah. the uh, uh, when you see the types of scenes that uh, uh, Mara writes and uh, so many of the uh, great producers of Felicia Henderson, oh, yeah. I was uh, we were just doing work on the quad this year, and it was just. So stunning! If you have been watching that show, you have to watch yeah. it. Uh, New York Times had it as their uh, one of their top shows of the year to see. Uh, but uh, uh, I was—I'm <clears throat> actually working on season five of uh, *Being Mary Jane* right now. Mm-hmm. I just uh, left the session to come here, and just the the range of emotions and just depth that uh, that. Uh, uh, Gabrielle uh, goes to it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, if that is if that isn't inspiring to you, if that doesn't take you to another level, then you need to stop. You yeah. know, uh, and if, if the day that I can't just be just totally drawn into that, I mean, I literally forget that I'm working sometimes wow. watching her. I just like. I'm, I'm ready to get the popcorn. Just, yeah, it's like, you know, mm. like, oh, like, oh, I got to do something. Yeah, we had a spotting session, and the producer saying, "So, what do you think of it, Kurt?" We think, "Oh, yeah, that was good." Oh no, what do you think? What music do you think? You oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. yeah I think we should. Yeah, yeah, we should. Uh, yes, maybe that's do. So funny. That's so funny. I mean, literally, yeah. I'm just like eyes glazed over. You know, ready. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. Goodness. That's 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 that. No, that must be really rewarding. Personally, to be able to be in a field where you can you can work on something you admire and produce something out of that, yeah, I, and be a part of that. It's you know, it's uh, someone had asked me a, lo- a long time ago, uh, would you rather do a great record or a great television show or movie? And I said, oh, absolutely, the the TV show or movie. I believe now, that. Uh, I am. Uh, I I create music to pictures. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm not a touring musician that that comes around and does this every now and then. Mm-hmm. I create uh, music to pictures. It's a different beast. And, yeah. And and the the joy that it's a, it's a collaborative. Yes. Feel sure. you yes. know it's you know you're getting together with the music supervisors with the director, oh, with yeah. the uh, producers, you want uh, the writers. Everybody has something. That they bring to this, you know, uh, uh, the in the show like Stitchers with the what the guys are doing with sound design. Oh, okay, yeah, it has sure. so much to do. Well, yeah. I'm going to take this part. You're going to take that part. You know, boom, boom, boom. Okay, you know, yeah. and we weave it in and out and make it, you know, somehow work. You know, when I'm working with somebody like Gabrielle and the and the the, the scenes are uh, and the music is very small a lot of times, very intimate. And you're you're having this music, and you're kind of getting in on what's a 
very sometimes super sensitive conversations mm. that you feel like you're a fly on the wall and you don't want to move. You don't right. want to say anything. Right. But I have to find a way to get in there and yeah. support and bring and maybe bring some other enlightenment about the inner yeah. inside of her head, not yeah. just what's on the screen, but what's behind the eyes. You know, yeah. and and I love that. Just to be able to do that every day is. Is the biggest is one of the biggest joys of my life, other than meeting my wife and having my kids. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, the thing is, I mean, people realize this. I mean, music's very important. And I think music's very important to our culture, and yeah. it does drive scenes on television and in movies. It does commercials. I mean, there's the music. We sometimes we joke about music. Sometimes like, oh, here comes cue the cheesy music, you know, on mm-hmm. some things. But but in just in general in reality, it is very important to scenes. Oh, and it, the right music sets that helps set the mood. It, it, being Mary Jane with different music is a completely and utterly different show. Yeah, that it is. It is not the same show <clears throat> uh, without without that music. Yeah, uh, the uh, music supervisor here, uh, Lehman, is brilliant at choosing just amazing songs along with the uh, Mara and the writers and producers, and we all. They all chime in and yeah. get these amazing songs as well as the score that we're doing. And I find a way to weave in and out my music, my score with that. And um, it's it, it, you you'd be shocked at what it uh, what it is when the music is not there. Uh, wow. uh, I uh, uh, I work on a, a show uh, 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 Stitchers and. Uh, it's sci-fi, you know. So oh, right. it's, yes. it's, you know. So a lot of these things, a lot of the effects of things come on after the fact that you don't know oh, right. what it really is, yeah, you know. Right, right. And so to actually help push, you know, the energy and the, just the yeah. robust yeah. energy that happens in there, you've the, the music is what takes you over the top. Where uh, another example of that is, I. So excited to be able to talk about the show and oh, doing a, a new show that's going to come out this uh, this fall. Uh, it's called Black Lightning, and it's the first familiar. black DC superhero show yes, on okay. network think, television. Why does that sound familiar? Yes. I'm like, okay, because I'm like, because we all know that Luke Cage is on Netflix. This is the first, yeah, this is yeah, a on big broadcast thing. network. Yes, and, uh, uh, it's produced by uh, Salima Keel, uh, yes. uh, Mara's husband, and uh, and Mara. And uh, wow. and uh, they teamed up with Greg Berlanti, Greg, and you know, Greg uh, yes. who does the Flash and oh, yeah, well, he does everything. Supergirl. He used to do, do Brothers <laughs> and Sisters. Yeah, he's been around for a long time. Uh, oh my goodness! And uh, I'm so excited wow, to be a part of that. And but the music to that, I'm oh sure. my goodness, I'm sure it's going to be so. Well, now you're part of that universe too. To be a part of that, that universe. Is, that's come good. On. I'm so I I I can't believe it. I'm so lucky yeah. to just to still be able to get all of these cool things and be able to go to work and be excited. I feel like the lucky charms guy. I'm jumping up and down and clicking my heels. I'm about ready to give me a little green suit. <laughs> but you know, I know, you know, you know, I know how you feel sometimes because, you know, some of us are a little older and been around a little while. Been around a little while. And, but we're, we're, we're good examples and you're a great example of it doesn't end at 30, it doesn't end at 40. Life can go on. Exciting challenges can still happen yeah. in the business. Yes, you, 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 you have to have decided that this is who you are. 
I bet. Yes. And I know it's scary. Oh, it's scary. Yes. I almost gave up. I oh, me too. Literally, me too. Yeah. I, even even after I got off the streets, and, and and I did that by becoming a maid. I was. Oh wow. Yeah, I read an ad that you could be. I said I can cook. I like to cook. Hey, very good. And he says you have to do like uh, cooking and like cleaning. I can clean. So I said yeah, I can like cooking, like clean. Yeah, sure. So I cleaned my my dirty butt up, and I went <laughs> and did an interview, and I got a. I got the job and uh, uh, went from there to yeah where I'm at now. It's it's um, that's just an amazing thing to where. Know. What did you learn? What was one major lesson you learned while being homeless? Uh, to to not wait for you for the real you to come. Ooh, wow, that's profound. Not wait to be you. I said, you know, uh, I decided that. I was going to be the best that I could be right then. I was going to start doing me now. Uh, I was going to be a good person now. I said, you know, if you, I felt like if you, if you got rich and famous said something, you're, you're not going to all, and you've been a, you've been a stingy, sorry, sad sack yeah. in, in a bag. Well, you're not going to all of a sudden be a giving and caring no, person, uh, person, no. and, and a helpful person. And uh, I started out small. I literally I cleaned myself up so I wouldn't scare anybody. And I I literally would help little ladies across the street. I'd I'd have I somehow or another find myself my way into two quarters and uh, and and give one of them away. And uh, wow, uh, it you know you can't wait to be the good person that you could be. You have to. I like that. You have to start now and like and uh, and be and, and be that life now. I like that a lot, actually. I think it's great advice for everyone out there. Just no matter what situation is, no, but don't wait. Be yeah. you, be you fully, be you fully, and just go forward. Yeah, I mean, right. I, I went from there to you know thoughts of like just one of my one of the most important thoughts for me and my evolution was the concept of taking me out of the equation. <clears throat> and what I mean by that is you know at, we're all get it into December and we we're, New Year's is coming and we're saying assessing what 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 did great and right. what failed yes. and why did it fail uh, yes. and, oh, yes. and so and I decided when I'm when I'm making that equation when I'm doing that addition you know I'm yeah. I'm not going to be a part of it you know I'm not going to be a part of why things failed right. so and and how am I going to do that how am I going to take me out of the equation I'm never going to be late for anything I I'm I'm Never gonna come to a job with a bad attitude. I'm gonna be the happiest guy you ever saw with a job. Okay. You know, okay. I am. Uh, I I'm I'm never gonna come giving giving ten percent. I'm gonna give the the two hundred and ten percent. Yes. I'm. You know, all the things that I can control. I can control how good I'm gonna be. I can control mm-hmm. what type of person I'm gonna be. I can just control mm-hmm. how I'm gonna walk through this life and how I'm gonna yeah. how I'm gonna put myself out there. You know, I can't control uh, or whether uh, some guy had to give uh, get his get his nephew up off his couch and he had to right. give him a job. Right. I I, I can't control uh, what the. Uh, uh, what this network thinks or yes. that network and all who's of the gonna different... Who's going to hire you? Who's not going to hire you? You can't... I can't. No. But I can be a 110% hardworking... You are going to love hanging out with me. Yes, yes. Brother in the room. Yes. You know? Okay. Every time. 
Right. Every time. Right. And the minute that I feel like I can't give that 100%, I got to go. Yep. I, I got to go. You won't have to kick me I, out. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will not overstate my welcome. That will no, not happen, right? No, I am going to work hard. And so far, I don't, uh, so far, I, I seem to actually be loving it even more. Wow. You know, I, I feel more inspired right now than the first day I ever got a yeah. job. That's I crazy. was, uh, I should tell you, I was screaming the other day. I got a kick. I was like, wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! 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 <laughs> you know, okay, now back to work. <laughs> but, that's to me, but that to me, that is the ultimate winning situation. Like, you are winning, man. If you're feeling even more energized now than you did back then, that's good. Oh, yeah. yeah. That means it's still going up. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I have an amazing wife and kids, you know, and and then the the and I think that that is the great springboard for the rest of my life that yes. they allow me to go out and and do what I do uh, with this yeah. career. Yeah, uh, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of time from them, you know. Uh, the, I understand that, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. But you know, it's it, they're they're supporting me doing what I love here, and uh, that's a and you're a good example for your kids. You show them that you know you picked a, you picked a passion, and you're making it work. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is work. You can talk about working, and you you can talk about kids. You should have work ethic, and then you can show them. Yes, uh, I think one works and the other doesn't. <laughs> I agree with that. We're going to show, this is from Weisha Season 5. I believe you had a hand in, what, 4, 5, and 6, the, the music and stuff. And oh, yeah, the yeah. The theme songs. Let's go ahead and... So many guys remember this. from the beginning. Yeah. Really, I guess. There's one of the people who actually sang her theme songs. Yeah. I was always a big Brandy fan, so. Yeah. Uh, but that, but apparently, you came in season four, I believe. No, I came in season one. So you were season one. Yes, I, from the beginning, we do, we would just redo the theme songs, do oh, okay. new arrangements okay, um, okay. every uh, year or two. Yeah, uh, we change it up a little bit. As it was, because I know that she was one of the people who actually sang her theme. So I was just wondering yeah. that too. When there was something, a lot of people didn't do that back then. She did. She, she did. did. We uh, we actually did a, a, a short, unfortunately short lived show uh, last year called Zoe Ever After. Yeah, and she did the theme yeah. song. She not only did on that show. She not only did the theme song, but we incorporated her voice within the score oh, of wow. the song. So you would hear all those voices weaving in and out. That was her too. Oh, how yeah. fun! Oh I God. so wanted. I I was so sad when that show got canceled yeah. because I wanted to do that. She was every week. She'd be coming over to the sessions, and we'd be hanging out. You know, and it's old school week. Yeah, oh yeah, that's, that's so fun. Um, I mean, you've done so many shows. I'm not, I'm not, gonna, I'm not even gonna ask you the question. Like, which one was your favorite on like that? But were there some shows that you just in general that you really enjoyed more than others, or did you enjoy all the shows you've ever done? Well, he, he, you know, a, tell a, us. A, a, tell a, us. A composer will be what? What is the greatest thing you ever wrote? Yes, yeah, so uh, I thought it was their ass. Generally, the thing that they're working on. Yeah, right exactly. So I saw their ass that question. You know, it's yeah. it's pretty much it's pretty much that. But I I've been fortunate enough to write on a lot of great shows. I have to I have to say though, but I have to say that this uh, Black Lightning thing is going it's to really okay. it's going to shock some people. It is Woo. it is so brilliantly written and uh, and produced, 
and it's going to be something that uh, folks haven't seen before. I'm glad. I'm just like, I mean, because there's always been black superheroes in these universes. I'm mm-hmm. glad they're now getting attention. Yeah. Yes. And Why not? It, yeah, absolutely. And, I, you know, Being Mary Jane is, is, is my love of a yeah. show. Uh, the, uh, 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 the Quad is just such a stunningly uh, good yeah. show. I just really, really adore that show. I lo- adore working with uh, Felicia Henderson. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl, Felicia Henderson. He's and, happy to work with you. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm just lucky. I'm working with all my friends, Felicia yeah. and, and uh, Mara and Salim, yeah. my brother Ralph. And, you know, I'm, I'm embarrassed, you know, to say. You should you know, be embarrassed. I couldn't, You're too happy. You know, I really, right. I mean. That's good. I like that. You know, but I'm I'm having a great time. Each show had its own thing. When we did King of Queens, I was gonna say you did King that, of Queens. That yes. was that. Uh, 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 Michael Whitehorn asked. He said he wanted to do something different. He wanted. He had this idea. Of, he wanted it to be. He, I want you to feel like you're tossing everything in with the kitchen sink. So I want a bunch of uh, percussion instruments and yeah. and and all of this. And he wanted all these weird. Uh, melodies and yeah. and things. I said, yeah, I can do that. And I, he wanted it to be really wild. And and then I came up with the idea of doing it with acoustic guitar because I said, you know, that we can play that same crazy line, but it'll be a little bit more palatable with oh, acoustic guitar as opposed to electric. Yeah, yeah. And and we had bass player uh, Daryl Jones and and Angus Thomas were uh, were playing bass on it. And most of the time, it wasn't really. They were knocking on the bass. They were sliding the thing. They were rubbing it against the floor. They, and then, and then they hit the last note, boom. And it was like, and like it, it works. It all it works. Was, uh, all kinds of slides. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was it was just crazy. You know, yeah. and and Kevin Ricard was doing the percussion, and we were just making up it just bizarre things. I was yeah. writing whatever came to my head. Yeah. Just and, and but it it fit. The quirky nature of the, of the comedy for that show. I mean, it wasn't. It 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 looked like a regular sitcom, but it was very subversive and weird. Yeah, that's you know, and, yes. and little and long running. Twisted. It was a long running sitcom. Nine nine years and one of the widest syndicated shows in the, uh, in history. This man is rich. <laughs> well, look, all this fool you over here that he's wearing. I've been wearing rings, but he's got, he's got the money. I'm sure. You don't got to say anything, but I have a feeling he's doing okay. You're doing just fine. Uh, yeah. But, but also, but, but yeah, it'd be funny. But also, and realize, you seem rich in other ways, too, just that you're rich because you're able to sit here and smile and say, I love my job. Oh, yeah. To me, that's, that's, that's the richer. Because not all money is good money. It sure isn't. No. And the fact right. that you actually get to say, you know, I'm, you know, I'm doing well. I'm having, a good, I'm having a good time, and I like what I do. And I smile when I go to work, and I get giddy. That, that, you're winning. You're totally I was, winning. I was... Working with uh, 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 the pr- producer of Stitchers the other day, and we were just cracking up. Uh, Jeff is absolutely out of his mind, <laughs> which is why you can write a show yeah, like that. Bad. Yes, and he cracks me up so much, yeah. and just uh, and and makes me feel so much joy to come to work. He's yeah. he's just like me with it. He's so happy to be there, and you and we're working. You you have to be like uh, be like yeah. that. We spend incredibly long oh, hours sure. in a dark room with not a single window in it, wow. and you you start questioning who you want to be next to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm yeah, just saying. I don't, I don't like you as much anymore. Yeah, and, you wonder. Yeah, you know, and, and yeah. guys like that, they're just amazing. Uh, my amazing brother that I get to yeah. work with, that 
you know, if we get to, to do this uh, uh, this whole thing, a little Farquhar Dynasty going yeah, on. Yeah, I like that. My brother Ralph, my my uh, my niece Ashley, who's a producer okay. of, of, okay. uh, of the, uh, she's one of the producers of uh, uh, The Voice. Uh, oh, wow, Emmy, okay. Emmy Award winning producer of The yeah, Voice. Excuse me, yeah, The Voice, okay, <laughs> yes. Wow, okay. Yeah, so we're doing, a, we're we're doing, doing okay. We're doing okay. You have some good teeth, too. I'm seeing you smiling at me. <laughs> oh, you still smiling. I love it. 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 Um, okay, so I can talk to you forever, first of all. Just, you're just amazing. But um, one of the last things I always ask my guests, I never tell them in advance. I never, as you guys know, watch my show. Um, but I always ask them the same two questions. And it's about language. So you're a writer, a composer, a language. What is one word you think we should never say it again? We should not use it anymore. No. I like that. No. I believe in the power of yes. I'm sure you do. I, I can I can say yes more than the next guy, so I'll I'll get more things and so and and we'll see how it all works out, whether it was a good thing or a bad thing. But I'm gonna say yes and and let's see where we turn out. Like that. What is one word we should say more of? Yes. Yes, there you go. I'm forgetting yes. Because you, you know the thing here's the thing about yes. You say something <laughs> people people get scared and afraid or and stuck. And sometimes things will come into a direction, and they're, like I said, they're scared, afraid, and stuck. You say yes, and take that leap of faith. Yeah. You never know where it's going to take you. I can look back at all these things I've done in my career, and if I had said yes to this, it would have led to that yes over here, or that yes five years later over here, or me sitting right here. You know, I can I can look back at yeses that I've said that went directly affected by change. Every no, I can I can name all the no's that I did say in this business and and uh, career, and none of them led to to anything positive. Some of the yeses turned out to not be so good. Some of them turned out to be amazing life-changing events but it was always a move forward you know uh people think that their power is in the ability that i'm so big now i'm so hot now i can say no i can just stand off and a matter of fact i got a guy over here that says no for you you know and he just does he just does he says no for you and 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 i think the my power is in the power to say yes the power to move forward the power to say well i'll do this i'll do that who knows what's going to work if I knew everything that was going to work, right. they 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 would have already bronzed me and put me out in front of right, Sony. Right, you're right. But that's not the case. Yeah, we do we do the work. As my brother always say, do the work and keep it stepping. Do the best that you can and keep mm-hmm. stepping. Do the things. This is, gets back to taking me out of the equation. Get, do what the things that I can control. I can control how hard and how well I do the work and and say yes to that. Say yes to another chance to do that. Okay, and the rest of it, well, we'll see how it goes. Maybe it'll be another King of Queens. Maybe it's not. Well, I always say there's no such thing as failure. There's no, there really is no failure. If something yeah. doesn't work out, it's still a lesson that will help you later. Oh yeah, I, and so, it keeps me in a positive place. Yeah. If at the end of the year when I'm doing the addition, and 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 and, and if I haven't, uh, 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 if I didn't get something, but I said I put everything into it, yes. I did everything I could do. You know, it and it and it didn't work out. I said, "Well, I did everything I could do, so I'm good with it." Right. You know, I know that I did. I, I don't leave anything on the on on. Uh, I leave it all on the playing field. I make sure. And it's 
good peace of mind for yourself too. It's just peace of mind, yeah. you know. And I did the best I could. Po- and po- the positivity of yes, I'm not into the negativity of no. Yeah. I want to. I want to see. I'm going to ride these yeses out and see okay. where they take me. I might be a good. I might be a successful composer someday. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm a big yes person also too, and I do believe in that. And I just, I just think that when you just said this, like yeah, it's like I can, I can look back at my yeses and see where they took me. And like I said, some weren't the most successful yeses, but there's still yeses that yeah. still got you there. You got some. You find you, you may have learned something. If nothing yeah. else, you you learned you, uh, you learned the path to walk up and the path not to walk up. Yes, that's true too. Yes, <laughs> you also. Thank you for being on the show, Kurt. Thank you. You are Thanks amazing. For... You are oh, amazing. Thank you so much. I mean, for I, can, I can feel the just the not just the positivity, but I can feel that you are you're happy in your work. I am. And that's that to me that that's winning right there. I'm glad to be anyway, here. I love it. I love it. You guys, and that's so uh, we just talked to Kurt Farkar and he does all all your favorite shows out there basically out there. You can see he's doing all these works. And now you know his name. So when you look at the credits, you can say, I, I saw one James's show breaking into and I know what he's doing, and so he does behind the scenes. <laughs> Um, you can follow me at James Lodge Jr., of course, and our page is Breaking Into on Facebook. Uh, Black Hollywood Live has us under Breaking Into, and this show will be on there. This is my 84th show, which I'm so glad I was able to have you included into my, into my universe. Um, and this is my last show for the month. I'll be back in July with all new guests and going on from there. So you guys enjoy your June and take care and do something that makes you happy, too. See you next time. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.